0: This week's episode is brought to you by Chads, a vegan-friendly flip-flop brand that are the world's most comfortable flip-flops, and I can definitely back that up, guys, as I bought a pair a few weeks ago, and they are so comfortable. They're made from recycled materials, they're also unisex and sustainable, and Chads are on a mission to take flip-flop comfort to the next level, whilst making a positive impact on the planet. They've kind of got everything going on, which is amazing for every purse sold another is recycled it doesn't matter what brand they are you can send them in and they'll make sure they get recycled head to chads.eu today and save 10% off your first order now let's get into today's show Good morning guys and welcome to today's episode. I'm Lucy, your host, and we've had two weeks off because I've had a lot going on. I actually went home last weekend to see my family and my sister who was home from Switzerland, which was incredible. We had the best time catching up. So yeah, so we missed an episode, but I'm back and excited to share my tips and advice and just kind of discuss some things with you guys today surrounding positive realisations and embracing the still and the slow and a few little bits about hormones at the end as well which we'll get to hopefully. But first I just wanted to say I I got into making sourdough throughout lockdown and I'm sure that you've seen many friends, family and yourself kind of picking up new skills and trying to learn things or just trying to keep your mind active um, during this crazy time that we're all in. So I'd always wanted to make my own bread but thought maybe I needed a bread maker or it was really difficult. Anyway, I decided to make sourdough about kind of like three months ago now maybe. Made the starter, which I didn't realise until I really started looking into it. I thought that you could just, you know, whack a loaf in the oven. Didn't realise you had to do this whole starter business for, you know, up to seven days beforehand, before it's even ready to be used in a loaf. So I did it and we literally had sourdough coming out of our ears. (laughs) I felt like I was turning into a loaf of sourdough. I made that much. Because once you have the starter, unless you give some away or freeze it... You do have to keep feeding it and using it um, pretty much every day. It has to be fed every day if it's left out. So I really looked into it and, you know, kind of what I could add to my sourdough, what kind of flour I could use, and tried all different ones. And they were all pretty, pretty good. The first one was a little bit dry. I left it in for a bit too long. But after that, I found that I was really kind of getting a knack for it. And we really enjoyed just having like a fresh loaf twice a week. But then I was like, we need to take a step back and stop eating so much sourdough. Even though if you are going to eat bread, it is one of the more healthier options for you. Um, just the way that it's made, especially if it's homemade, there's no kind of additives or extra junk added in. And mine, I just use some form of flour. Um, I made one this morning with like an oat and linseed flour, which was incredible. Salt, honey and... What's the, the last bit? It's like a bit of oil, like a tiny bit of oil for greasing the pan um, and obviously your starter. So I was super excited because we've had, I guess, like five weeks where I haven't made a loaf. I froze the rest of my starter because we just needed to take a break from eating so much sourdough and froze the starter, was actually worried that it would maybe explode in the mason jar in the freezer Because it's obviously like an active, um, it's an active formula. But it didn't and it was all good. And I took it out, fed it, left it out overnight, fed it and then used it to make the loaf this morning. Which I actually think is the best loaf out of all of the loaves that I've made. Um, And Tom agrees. So we've got a nice sourdough loaf. I've used all of the starter though so I will need to start preparing another starter if I want to make more. But I think we'll kind of try and keep it to like two loaves a month. Um, and I did give some to friends and family and neighbours during lockdown as well. Those that were close by, we were able to drop one off for them on their doorstep, which was a really nice thing to do and really felt like I was kind of attributing to um, people's wellbeing, you know, just delivering homemade gifts and neighbours brought us, you know, some homemade jams and fruit and veggies from their, from their allotments, which was so, so sweet. So there was that real kind of team effort amongst people to try and help each other out i love nothing more than a piece of sourdough with Seville orange marmalade i didn't used to like marmalade growing up especially if it had like all of the rind bits in but now i cannot get enough of it and there's a place up on the coast it's actually like a fishmongers and i nipped in there a few weeks ago to get some samphur to have with dinner and they had all like a full shelf of this homemade Seville marmalade so I grabbed a huge jar because it's just my favourite to have on toast. It's just delicious. Again, not every day, but every other day it happens. Um, especially if I've made the sourdough myself. So yeah, that's one little nice element that I love in a morning, especially on weekends too. We're all about balance here. Life has to be about balance to keep keep those fun aspects in, especially right now. And I said to myself when I started the podcast up again that I didn't really want to be this space or place to rant and complain about the goings on in the world currently because I feel there's so much negativity and fake news and just drama that... We need not even necessarily an escape, but a place where we can just switch off and listen to some aspects that we feel we can really connect to. And I myself have those outlets in the form of books that I read, podcasts that I love and listen to personally, um, and just those kind of interests of my own that enable me to disconnect from listening to the news or asking, you know, Alexa what the latest updates are and all those kind of things that we can too easily become consumed by and believe in and let them you know ruin our day effectively which is just not how we want to be live or feel. So I wanted to discuss the past few months but in a really kind of light positive way because I've noticed recently and, I, and I've and i seen some poems that I've read which people have written um, during lockdown and quotes and positive outlooks on this situation that we've all experienced and it just made me realize and take a look back upon the past I guess like four months now since this really started to kick in as to how I've changed what I've realized and how I've embraced this time that we hopefully will never have to go through again to connect back to nature, to what I enjoy doing, alongside picking up some new skills, talents, self-development, and just generally embracing the slow and the stillness that we that has been forced upon us. And when we think back to the early stages, you know, everybody went into that automatic panic mode, which of course is the first instinct we were all there, we've all had that moment throughout this time, whether it was right at the beginning, halfway through, or even now that you're feeling it. People's jobs at risks, you know, people worrying about how they're going to feed their family, what they're going to do for money. And then I do think that it's enabled us to take a real kind of shift and step back. And I wanted to discuss my outlook on the past few months and how I've embraced it. So starting off with being able to work from home, I loved going to the office initially. I enjoyed the drive there. I would listen to a podcast on the way there, music normally on the way back. And that was my kind of half an hour time out in the car. I love driving anyway, so it didn't bother me. And, you know, having that disconnect from the house, you know, you do your eight till five or whatever hours you work outside of the home But I always found that in the back of my mind I was worrying and stressed about jobs that needed doing at the house, not being able to fit in enough exercise that I wanted to on my yoga practice, not being able to enjoy time to have breakfast in the morning or coffee and even though I made sure I got up early so that I could still do my morning routine, I did have that outlook of, oh, it would be so nice to work from home because, you know, in between calls or emails, I can whip the hoover around, I can put some laundry on, I can clean the bathroom, I can put clothes away. All the things that then enable you to enjoy your weekend because you don't have to do household chores. Also, I just like being at home, you know, it's a it's a comforting space, it's a place where I love to be. I, I do my podcast recording in the conservatory, which is actually my favourite room in the house. You can often find me here and it's just so light and airy and just makes me feel good. And I think if you feel good in a place, it really helps to to lift your energy naturally anyway. And the week before all of this kind of kicked in, we made a list of things that we wanted to achieve and do around the house. And that included, you know, personal achievements, achievements with each other as a couple, books that we wanted to finish, courses we wanted to complete. And it really helped to keep us on track and feel now looking back that we didn't waste any time at all. Don't get me wrong, it's been a roller coaster for everybody and I've had days where I just wanted to sit and watch an episode of something on the TV or didn't want to do anything or sit in the garden and read. And that's okay, you know, it's a very uncertain time right now. So if you've taken some time out to just spend an hour reading that's amazing and that's fantastic and I've often done that especially when we had more of a summer back in kind of May time I would just sit outside if I wasn't busy with work and take that time to read because if I was in the office I would have to be sat there at my desk and at first it felt like I was doing something wrong if I wasn't at my desk eight till five with an hour's break for lunch you know sat in the conservatory but then I thought actually we're all in this together, I cannot just sit here and allow myself to be encompassed by the lack of work, feeling bored and these consuming negative thoughts in my head. So I ensured that I finished my vegan nutritionist diploma, I finished a couple of books, we've done lots of little bits around the house and i have a routine where i ensure that i do my cleaning before the weekend so that the weekend comes and i'm like yeah i can literally just enjoy it now even though in lockdown we couldn't actually do much apart from an hour's walk outside it was still nice to feel like i was achieving small things every single day and i remember thinking how some people feel in normal times so before all of this people would think oh i don't have enough time I can't keep on top of things that I need to do. And then we were forced to stay in with all of the time in the world to do these things and people still complained. So again, it's kind of, I found myself on both sides being the one who wanted to be at home so I could do more things around the house. But then once I was at home, found myself feeling bored and complaining. And I made sure I quickly snapped myself out of that by making small lists and trying to achieve, as I said, those things daily, or even just getting outside and appreciating that I could take Clementine, my dog for a walk at lunchtime, which is unheard of if I was at the office. Yes, I can go for a walk there, but spending time with her or even having Tom come on a walk with me is really, really special. And as I said, you know, hopefully we will not have to experience this again. So it's taking that time to slow down and embrace the stillness that we are still experiencing. We're coming out of it more so now and able to do more things. But still for me, I will always keep an element of this experience with me. Because it's it's allowed me to realise that I don't need to rush around all the time like a chicken without wings. I can take a step back. I don't need to worry about the small things because... Everything is so uncertain all of the time, it's best to just live in the moment, whether that's you being in your house reading or spending time with your children or your partner or your, your animals, whether it's time gardening or painting around the house, which is what I will actually be doing today, um, or picking up a new hobby, you know, we should never feel guilty or like we don't have time. for things that really fill a our cup and fill us with joy, because we've just been able to realize what's actually important to us and I know quite a few people that have spent time consolidating, so ridding their house of things they don't need, they don't use, um, either selling them online on the various apps that are available, giving them away to charities or to friends and even things like, you know, making meals for people that are alone or maybe can't get out of their house or... Tom and I did. We were picking up veggie boxes for neighbours and family, and that to us felt like such an achievement because these people really couldn't even risk leaving their house. We could, and we would do our weekly shop, you know, once every, well once every ten days. But these people actually couldn't leave their house, so it felt like a real achievement that we were able to give back and, you know, help them in any way that we could, which was so nice. And and that's kind of gone onto my list of gratitude for this time. And really allowing myself to look at what's actually important for me and for my future and, you know, and in my relationship as well and what I actually want out of life because we take so much for granted when we are doing a nine-to-five or rushing around and constantly at our wit's end and trying to just make money and save or whatever it is that's important to you when actually things will just continue. Tomorrow will be another day and this time in lockdown has given us so many hidden benefits that if you take a moment to just look back upon it I'm sure you'll be able to find at least 10 things that you've enjoyed, you've embraced and you know you've kind of had for yourself. I also have friends who had babies over lockdown and they were so so grateful that their partners were able to be there during those first few precious months when normally the father would have to go back to work after I believe it's two weeks in the UK like how special is that and I I just think it's so nice that that's been kind of a given because of what's going on in the world and I know that it's truly awful and there's lots of people still struggling but there have been some incredibly positive outlooks from this as well. I'd be interested to hear what you guys have been up to during lockdown what amazing things you've done, um, you know, books that you've read, things that you've discovered, courses that you've done, self-development work, whatever it is, no matter how small it seems, I would love to hear guys. So definitely send me a DM on Instagram. I'll actually put this one, I put the episode up today, I'll put it on um, as a sticker so you guys can write it on there. And I think as well, it's been, like I said, it's been a real journey. But knowing that we hopefully won't have to go through this again and we've all helped each other, people have really connected throughout this time is just so amazing and something that I really feel, you know, I will look back upon and, and, you know, years to come or forever, I guess, and remember this time. I also, I didn't write a daily diary throughout the lockdown experience. I know somebody that did and actually I thought that was a fantastic idea, but I guess one day somebody may write a book or or something and I, and I may actually kind of recap once we're fully out of this um and can start going out a little bit more um do a full recap of what my thoughts were and my experiences just so I can read it again in a few years you know if we ever feel that we're disconnected from real life or we're not embracing the slow and the still it may just help to ground me personally even if it's not something that I share with anybody else I know sometimes I can be all too quick to to speak what's on my mind before taking a step back, thinking before I speak and thinking about how that may affect the person that I'm speaking to, what their reaction may be and how I will feel afterwards. One thing that I've really become interested in throughout lockdown is... Reading up about female hormones and I've listened to quite a few podcasts about this and um, read quite a bit online alongside my trusty medical medium resource which is just like a Bible to me I have most of his books now and I always revert back to them if there's any kind of illness or I don't feel good or symptoms you know and see what he says I'll add that in the show notes as well for you guys but I've noticed kind of fluctuations in my hormones the past 7 months and I'm not on any kind of hormonal birth control pills or anything like that. I haven't been for almost 2 years now. So I know that it's not something that I'm taking that's affecting my moods and how I feel. And it's I do believe that as you and it and it's proven as you get older obviously things change, but I've really been kind of logging and tracking how I feel when I feel that way and and what I think is attributing to how I feel and this is anything from terrible mood swings to really feeling low then feeling great feeling like I don't have energy or like I just have a lack of desire to want to do anything or achieve anything which is very unlike me I always considered myself to be quite level in terms of how I feel on you know on a daily basis throughout the months no matter what time of the month it was and it's been really interesting that I've kind of got into the the science behind this and obviously I'm no expert by any means and what I wanted to say was I'm looking into having my hormones tested which is something that a podcaster host and blogger that I've followed for about seven years now discussed recently after she had a baby and was struggling to lose weight no matter what she did no matter how much exercise or how little she ate she just could not shift this baby weight the last i think it was like the last 20 pounds um not that she was in any hurry but she just knew that she feel comf- she felt more comfortable at a certain weight for her height and had more energy so somebody suggested to her that she got her hormones checked now she explained that if she went to her normal doctor and this is again this is in the states guys she went to her normal doctor they wouldn't test her Hormone levels, they would do like thyroid tests through blood. So she had to go to a specific hormone doctor who did her blood tests, and then it came back in what she was low in, and all of these things. And since she's felt so much more energized by following what they recommended for her low hormone levels. So I listened to her podcast, not that I related with what she's going through because obviously she's had a baby. But I just felt, hmm, actually, I feel like there's something off. So I looked into it myself and felt like I was potentially drinking too much coffee, even though I only have a maximum of two cups a day now. And guys, for those of you that know me, you know I love coffee so, so much. If I had to choose between rosé and coffee, coffee would win any day. I love the taste, the smell, the experience. I love making coffee. I just love everything about coffee. So... That's not too easy for me and I'm looking into a couple of alternatives such as a mushroom coffee that I can maybe have as my second coffee of the day or drinking more matcha which is also really really good for you. But I realised that I couldn't just assume that my hormone levels were off and I actually needed to figure out how I could get tested. Now in the UK I've lived in Switzerland and the US where they have private health care so if there's something wrong with you, you go to a specialist doctor for how you feel. There's not just a general practitioner like there is in the UK. So I knew obviously with the time at the minute that I didn't want to just go and book into the doctors because I'm not sure you can even just get this kind of test by going to your GP in the UK. So there's a company I've discovered called Friver. I've looked into it, they specialize in testing women's hormones and it's all done by professional doctors in specific labs and I think you get the results within a week actually I'll have a check but it's a simple test that you do at home I believe it's just like a pinprick on your finger you send it off and then they send you the results back and I'm going to get this ordered today because I do feel like there's lots of changes going on with my body at the minute and it could be age-related It could be something that I'm deficient in, although I try to ensure that I get all of the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that my body needs daily. But again, you know, listening to the podcast that I do and people that live their lives similarly to myself, you know, and work out a lot, make sure they get enough sleep, try to eat all of the right things, try to pack as many greens in a day as possible, then you can still have an imbalance in your hormones from an external factor. So whether that is drinking too much coffee or alcohol, stress levels, whatever it may be, we're all individual and unique. So I'm not going to keep guessing and thinking that there's something off. I'm actually going to get tested and I'm looking forward to sharing the results with you guys because I actually find it really interesting. And even if it doesn't come back with anything, I still think it's something that I'd like to do just to see what it says, figure it out, and then I can see maybe I do just need to lower my coffee to kind of keep my cortisol levels down. As I wouldn't say I'm a particularly high-stressed person, I like to kind of have a, you know, kind of a leveled outlook on things, so I don't get stressed about things that easily. But obviously stress manifests itself differently for everybody, and we just have to embrace that and deal with it um, in our own way. So I'm excited to update you guys on how I get on with my Fiverr test um, and maybe even do a little review on that as well, maybe feature them on the podcast. So coming up to my free recommendations for this week, the first one is keeping in line with the whole hormone thing because I listened to a podcast, an, an episode um on her podcast that was all about hormones um, and her podcast is called Be Well by Kelly. She is a lady in the States who I've been aware of for about two years now and she kind of brought about the Fab Four smoothie which is such a great smoothie. I, I have it at least a couple of times a week and I let me try and get this right. It's greens, protein, fat and fibre. So it's a very green smoothie as I'm sure you can imagine and a combination of kind of remain lettuce Um, nut butter uh, like some kind of fiber so chaya seeds or ground flax seeds Um, and then you've got your protein there obviously with the nuts and I tend to kind of mix with my smoothies, I'll add like half nut milk and half water, just because I don't really like them to have all water unless I really feel it won't benefit having nut milk in. Um, so I tend to do like a half and half. But Be Well by Kelly, Like I just love all of the knowledge and information that she gives out. She has a great website as well. Her podcast is amazing and she always has really interesting people on there that she interviews um, from different companies in the States, which for me I love because I'm aware of what companies they are and who they are from when I lived there so I find it really interesting um to hear what these people have to say and various doctors and founders of amazing startup businesses in the wellness space as well so I'll add that in the show notes alongside all of her um social media handles and then the second one is something that I've been using for a while now and it is a facial cleansing gel by Skin Sapiens Honestly, guys, this is just an incredible product. It's unscented, which at first I was like, oh, this is a bit strange. It doesn't really smell of anything. But the benefits that you have, I believe anyway, from not having this scent added is just amazing. And I love the story behind Skin Sapiens. It was founded off the back of the um, the founder having um, a child that had some skin problems, and he really wanted to help him and figure out what products he could use. So because he couldn't find any, he created his own. And they have a great range. Most of their things are under £10. So, you know, very affordable, super effective. And what I love as well about Skin Sapiens is they are packed in recycled packaging and they are recyclable as well. Um, The facial cleansing gel that I have is just really, really good. It really makes my skin feel so kind of tight and clean. Like, you know, it's like a clean that I can't even explain. And... I use it every evening. I tend to not wash my face with anything in the morning just because I let it kind of embrace the oils that have occurred overnight. And I use it in the evening and it's just absolutely fantastic. So go check them out guys at Skin Sapiens and also 1% of their sales go to a charity that fights climate change. So again, they're really giving back and I love brands that give back and kind of recognize that they can have an impact as a brand on helping the planet as well um, in whatever way they choose to. And my third one is a book that my mum sent me called Feel the Fear by and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Now, this book is like 20 years old. I've had a couple of friends that have, me, have messaged me and said that they've read it too. And I absolutely love it. It kind of goes along with the same principles as what Tom does with the FRIVE programme um if you listened to my podcast back in the earlier days you'll know that we had Tom on talking about the Thrive program and everything that he does to help people live their best lives and feel the fear and do it anyway I kind of was a bit like when my mum sent it she said oh you'll love this book you need this book I'm going to send it to you I was like oh well I don't really have anything that I'm scared of doing at the minute but it's literally not just all about that there's so many elements that you you read it and you think that's me I do that every day And I'm kind of halfway through it at the minute and I'm already putting things into practice that she talks about in the book. I think it's incredible. The fact that this was brought up 20 years ago and I've only just discovered it makes me sad. And that's why I was like, I have to discuss it on the podcast today because more people need to be made aware of this book. If you're feeling a bit low or you just want to understand why you think about things the way that you do, you need to go to Amazon today and order Feel the Fear and do it anyway by Susan Jeffers again I'll put a link to the book on Amazon in the show notes so thank you so much for checking in today guys as always I'm working on some exciting new material at the minute um, looking at branching out into a few different areas which I hope will just continue to bring you guys value and tips and tricks that you can implement into your daily life as well so If you'd like to go over to iTunes once you've had a listen and please rate and review the podcast, I'd really, really appreciate that and share with all of your friends. And I hope you have a lovely weekend and I look forward to catching up with you guys again next week.